What's good, y'all? It's Worldviews Podcast, back with another live stream, of course. Today we're talking live path numbers, um, synchronicities, secret enemies, universal cycles with 19 keys featuring Lloyd Strayhorn, who is also, a, I assume, a numerologist, someone who understands numbers, understands frequencies, and can educate us all on what we should know more about, you know, when it comes to the universe and how it works. Like, when it comes to it, I'm a computer science major, so I know at the end of it all, it's just binary. It's ones and zeros, on and off switches. That's all it is. It's either our items are on or they're off. You know what I mean? Something's working or it's not working. Your, your brain is working or it's not working. One or the other. It's nothing. It's either positive or negative. That's all it is. So once you realize, like, the incre- the stuff in this world and, like, how everything is pretty much balanced, um and everything has like its counterpart obviously is when you realize how much not control you have within your life but more of you're able to use this tool to guide you through your life is what i mean you can use numbers to guide you through life that's what they're all for that's how the universe talks to you we're gonna speak about this we're gonna have um 19 keys enter in the chat obviously and hear his his uh, point of view, as well as Lloyd Strayhorn, and hear what they have to say about numerology. And another topic I want to talk about in the future is sacred geometry, and there's other other things I want to speak on, but those are the two big things I want to talk about. But how is everybody doing? Good morning. It's been early. It's 8 o'clock right now. 8.33 8.33 a.m. Shout out y'all for being here, for being up early, for wanting to educate yourselves this morning. Let's get into it. Everything is fake. Everything is fake. By the way, I'm playing Lily Rain. If you have never heard of her, I'm putting you on now. Check it out. Check her out. All right, let's get into it. In numerology, the... In brief, in numerology, the name, the theory is predicated on your date of birth. So the month, the day, and the year you're born denotes why you're here. You know, normally only when the, you know what hit the fan, we want to know that. But we're all here for a purpose, a reason, and that's determined from taking the month, the day, and the year you're born. Your date of birth, though, is more immediate. That is what gives you your focus, your direction to point you north on the compass. Your name, though, denotes your natural talents, gifts, skills, and ability. What you do, who you attract to you, uh, your philosophy, your career orientation. So when you combine both the name and of the birthday and the number of the name of the person, then you got a more composite picture of really the person's uh, goal and purpose of being on this planet. All of us have a reason and a season. It's just what is yours. Do you know what your numbers, your birthday means? Do you know what your name means? Do you know, have you ever like studied yourself? Have you sat down and broken down your birth name? 
and like what it means in numerology. Have you done that? I feel like people don't realize they, they left they left tools and, and like clues for themselves in this lifetime. And I feel like numerology is a place, is a starting position. It's a place where you can unlock the secrets and the and the little things that you told yourself in this lifetime that you're gonna do. So like example, um, if you're a life path six in this lifetime, you're you're gonna be mother, you're gonna be the cancer, you're gonna be the person that upholds the the household and keeps those traditions and 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 is that nurturer and wants that family life. Um, and there's different other there's other life paths. And then you have the four who is a foundation, a builder, someone who wants to create a legacy, who wants to have a, a you know a legendary life, and so therefore they're setting foundations down. Um, a three, a creative. There's, there's, they're going to go into it, but that's just an, an example. This is high-level conversations, and you're tapping in. This is. I don't know if you've ever heard 19 keys, but I really, I mess with him a lot just for being where he's at in frequency on the mind right now. As a black man, he's setting a great, great example for other black men. I need. Mean, I think the black culture in general, not even just black men, black culture, like setting the tone for us all to realize that we are kings and queens and we should be revering ourselves that way. Peace family, I'm 19 Keys and you back for another high level conversation. Today we're gonna to have a very beautiful, high level mathematical conversation. Today I'm joined with a very legendary brother. You don't actually get to speak to too many individuals such as this man because there's only so many number ones on the planet Earth that can occupy a space at a particular point in time. This is a brother who's been doing this for decades in the game. So it's not somebody who just started, this is somebody who's been entrenched, right, into this knowledge, wisdom, and understanding of the numbers of our universe. I wholeheartedly understand and know that we live in a mathematical universe, that numbers are vibratory frequencies, and those frequencies can be matched with multiple different traits and understanding when you have the wisdom and the intuition and the power to be able to process that information. Once you align with the numbers within the universe, certain things become known to you. A lot of us have intuitive power, but not everybody has the mental processing power to be able to understand their intuition within the time frame to be able to gain the synchronicity, the meaningful knowledge within that coincidence, right? But this brother, Lloyd Strayhorn, I believe that he offers us an opportunity to understand our intuition understand the intuitive processes of the universe now this is a person who is a astro numerologist he utilizes the numbers to enlighten us on the divine reality in the fabric of the universe now this brother has been on multiple shows even from the oprah show everybody knows lloyd and if you don't know today you will be familiar with the master numerologist himself as he has joined me for a high level conversation Hopefully today you'll hear your number and you can be able to utilize this knowledge to be able to coordinate within your life path and your destiny path and understand why you may see certain repeated numbers so you may not have to repeat the same mistakes over and over. Today, I am joined by none other than Lloyd Strayhorn. Appreciate you, brother. Brother, I'm very honored to be here with you too. How you doing? Man, I feel masterful. <laughs> How about yourself, brother? Good, good. Yes, sir. You know, the whole world is predicated upon numbers. You mm. can't do anything without numbers. Mm. Uh, one time I did a challenge uh, during the, the COVID shutdown, 
And you know, everybody is like, how long can you hold your breath challenge, all that stuff. And I said, I had a Chris $100 bill. And I said, this $100 bill is yours. It's free. All you got to do is tell me how you're going to begin and end your day without using numbers. Mm. I've been trying to give that $100 bill away for quite some time. You can't do it. Mm. When you get up, the tendency is to want to know what time it is. You can't make a call. You can't receive a call. Numbers you can't watch a TV program or listen to a radio station because they all have frequencies. You can't do anything with numbers, without numbers. Mm. And as I, I tell, like, and I like to say to guys, suppose really? you met the most beautiful woman on the planet and you want to get to know her better, say, yo, boo, what's your number? She says, just call any number. Yeah. Or you be calling till the cows come home. Yeah. But if you got the right numbers, you the right 10 her? numbers in the yeah. right order, you get the right. person you're looking for. Thanks. That's a very massive It's a direct thought. line just, to somebody. Just that idea crazy. Itself, Isn't this crazy? Like, you realize that each person right is now. That's kind of crazy. Right? Yes. And that number is a frequency. And, and it, usually, it literally is there to call that person. So even when you think about the idea of having a calling, but you have to have be in tune with the right frequency in order to be attached to that calling, which most people may call their purpose. That's exactly correct. So even if you look at a radio uh, or TV station, it sends out a frequency mm -hmm. that has like here in New York, there's 107.5, uh, then there's power 105.1. Mm -hmm. But those frequency allow you to select your station or I select my station. And that's mathematics working in real time and not just on paper. That's mathematics working within the universe, yeah. within space-time yeah. frequency. Yeah. Right? And that's ontological mathematics, understanding Ontho the ontological mathematics. mathematics. See, mm -hmm. I was taught that Islam was mathematics, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And me, I'm a very master logical thinker, right? Mm -hmm. Everything has to add up. Yeah, if it does that not makes add sense. up, <laughs> then I can't accept it. Literally, yeah, that's right? mean. And so that's what literally if that should never make no sense to me, I can't I can't pursue it, I can't follow it. There's just I, it doesn't add up, I can't do it. Mm. Where even within like, you know, faith and, and religion and things of that nature, it's harder for some people to take religion because they're so logical. Mm -hmm. And then there's other people who aren't logical. They may be more faith-based, mm -hmm. right? They, they, they may just... But this is where I don't make any sense a little bit because I can have a wholehearted faith, right? But when it comes to, like, finding the logistics behind religion, it doesn't make sense to me. Like, the, like, the timing, the stories, the knowing that the Bible is allegory and was written by Shakespeare and many other poets and rewritten by Shakespeare and many other poets... Um, King James Version, like the way he, he his mindset, like the history of the Bible, the reasons behind people wanting to pursue the Bible. Um, when you realize that there was so much war going on, Protestants versus Catholicism about a damn story is just kind of crazy. So like having all that turmoil and like I, I it, it has to coincide with it. You can't just say, oh, yeah, Jesus died for our sins and be like, yeah, like he did what he had to do. He everything else that happened after is it his fault? Because I don't know. It doesn't make any sense to me. The story is just weird. People just like to t latch on to stories and not realize that there's history behind it and what the t and what it was actually used for. You know what I mean? If the Bible was used to over here enslave other people, make them believe that that um, white people were gods and like real and like every other book was taken away from slaves, but the Bible, and they were wanting you to like 
you know, be programmed with this specific Bible. Like it's weird. It's weird how it was used in this, in this reality, in the civilization. Like, I don't like how it was used. I don't like how God is being used um, and his story, right? An example of his story being Catholicism, being Jesus, the biggest and largest story that we know. One of the biggest, I think Buddha is another story. His enlightenment, his, his journey to self-enlightenment is another story to me um, that is finding God. Then you have Muhammad is also another prophet. Like you have other people or prophets or philosophers or, you know what I mean, that believe certain things, right? It's just, it's just weird to me. I rather say everything comes together in history and then somewhere between the lines, there's truth, you know? But for now, everything that's solid, I just, I don't believe it's like, there's no way. There's just, you weren't there to see it hands first. People are corrupt. I can't believe that, you know, all this time people haven't used the Bible to be to, in a corrupted way or they haven't corrupted the Bible or translated it in certain ways. I just can't believe that they didn't do that. If, if I know today society is so corrupt as well. It's not like, you know what I mean? It doesn't make any sense. So Judged by their senses or they may judge by their feelings. Mm -hmm. So a person that is a filler, right, it's easier but faith is to different. Faith I don't know. I'm talking about faith is different. By their senses yeah. because they have to observe. Faith is like, I'm here. I know I'm here. Just be, and you can have. Like, you wouldn't be in this reality if you weren't able to have everything you wanted, everything that you need to survive. Your body, your being would not allow you to be alive and well and be sentient. You know what I mean? If you weren't allowed, I don't know. That's just my perspective. Everybody's living, living like you know. Truth mm -hmm. in order for them to be able to command their thoughts, to be able to process that and say, yes, I take this as wholehearted truth. Well, that's true because. What, that's one of the things about this, this ancient African sciences of astrology and numerology. All of this was by people over time began to observe that if you were born in a certain part of the year, you exhibited a certain characteristic. Mm. If you were born under a certain number, you exhibit a certain characteristic. So all of these things are defined by the masses of those who had the power of observation. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, I, I believe a high level observation. You take in information, data, and you utilize that then to make decisions. Yeah, right. Definitely. Like in science, you can do one thing once, and this could be considered a miracle. But if you can't repeat it, right? Yeah. Then they don't take that as truth. Right. They don't define that as what is called the scientific method. Right. And so it's the same thing in reality. I think that you know the 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 idea of accuracy and the idea of truth, and sometimes accuracy is lost when people are searching for truth mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. there was a famous um i think he's an astrophysicist i believe um but he was given an example of if you ask somebody their height they're going to say maybe six feet two inches mm -hmm. but it's not exactly accurate no right mm -mm. because mm -mm. You, you you know now if you was judging by six feet two inches and a few centimeters right mm -hmm. and then those centimeters stack up to 30 atoms Right now, you know, but when you're talking about truth, a person may tell you a truth, but the accuracy is not always there. So yeah, then yeah. you would ask a person, okay, is that accurate? And now a person has to come up with a completely different number. Mm -hmm. And accuracy can always be judged by the property of numbers. Mm -hmm. You understand mm -hmm. me? Yeah. And so everything in our life has a property to it. Even if you are illiterate, you can still do arithmetic. You can still do math. So you can speak the language of mathematics without actually speaking the language of man. The because the language, language of mathematics is a language Numbers. of the universe. Yeah. 
And in fact, uh, when I had the occasion of meeting teach, Minister Farrakhan on several, several occasions, he explained that what I did was called Supreme Mathematics. Mm -hmm. Supreme in Mathematics. the 5% nation, they also call it Supreme Mathematics. And it's, it's and in fact, the universal language on this planet is mathematics. I heard about it in power. So. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the breakdown of the Ever five, since I've been trying the to figure it out. You understand me? The five is the is the lost family. The five percent, right? Then you have those who utilize that knowledge against the lost found, then you have those who have the knowledge itself. And everybody, you know, I look at the world in percentages, right? Mm -hmm. By the numbers, because everybody is breaking down in different categories. Yep. Earlier I was talking to you about Meyer Briggs type, which are different personality types. Some personality types are rarer than others, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So that if I meet some people, let's say that only 2% of the world think, feel, and judge the world in the way that you do. So now if you go on a large platform and you give your opinion, expressed opinion about something, the way you see things, mm -hmm. most people are going to be like, I never thought about that before. I've never heard of that. It's going to be harder for them to accept that first because it's not the common truth of the land. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Now what I want to get to, number one, let's, let, I want to start with the, what is the most common number, right? Or most common life path or destiny path that people have. The most common number that people have as a life path would be threes and fives. Universally, though, the most common number seems to be revered and understood and respected is the number seven. Right. Because seven is... Well, why are we the most common? Talking about the most common. Sure, sir. Sir, calm down. Calm down. We need more of us. We need more of us, for sure. Number seven. Yeah. From seven days in a week, seven notes in the musical scale seven colors in the rainbow, the seven continents. And in fact, the majority of the founders of religions are sevens. Mm. Buddha is born on the seventh. Uh, Christ's birthday celebrated on Gang the 25th. Dum. Two plus five is seven. All this in the Elijah Muhammad had found the nation of Islam was born October the seventh. Billy Graham was born on the seventh. Uh, Bishop Desmond Tutu was born on the 7th. Mm. Charles Russell, that founded Jehovah's Witnesses, was born on the Jehovah's 16th. Witness. 1 plus 6 is um, 7. He made a whole religion. He made a whole religion, yo. I ain't even going to get into it. You know what? I'm going to just... Founded Christian Science was not only born in the 7th month, but on the 16th day, 1 plus 6 is 7. Mm. Right. Even in the Bible, they talk about they circled the walls of Jericho seven times. They sounded the trumpet seven times in the walls. It's the perfect number. God and as you know, when a Muslim day. goes to Medina to make his Hajj in Mecca, he must circle the Kaaba stone seven times and the rite is complete. Right. And then in your book, you give a breakdown of the seven wonders of the world. Yeah. Yeah. 52 weeks, five plus two, yeah. seven, seven. And then the seven days of the week. So yeah. seven even... holes in the body. I mean, there's just, it's just incredible how sevens are just, it's, it's God's number. Mm. Mm. Now that's, that's that's very powerful, even seven colors, right? Yeah. So, but within that, now think about that, right? Um, that number seven, and really, there's there's a few numbers that I want to get to first, and then we can give a breakdown of some of the other ones. Mm -hmm. But you know, seven is is an odd number. Yes, it is. You understand me? And but at the same time, it's a very powerful one because time is governed by sevens. You understand me? When we're talking about the seven days of the week, we live in that cycle mm -hmm. every single day, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Like we have cycles within our day, right? Yeah. But we are on a seven day cycle. 
and we don't think about that. But see, in our day, they call them Ortradian cycles. And we have these 90-day cycles where we can go through probably around three, four times mm -hmm. where we have peak performance, right? Mm -hmm. Where our brain is at its height. And then we go through a, you know, mental recession. And then we have to go through an Ortradian healing process where mm -hmm. it takes about 20 minutes. Yeah. So we have 90 minutes of probably like peak performance in these cycles. It goes down for about 20 minutes. It comes back up for another 90. And so that's one cycle within our day. Mm -hmm. Then we have circadian cycles within a 24-hour cycle, mm -hmm. right? Which is would be a six, right? Mm -hmm. But then we go through a seven-day cycle, yeah. right? Now, yeah. most people in society are living on this seven-day cycle, and they don't think about it, but that's what governs their reality. Yeah, and right? we have seven days in a week. Right, seven days in a so, week. That's what and I mean. in fact, if you look, when a, when a child reaches age seven, it is the age of reason. Mm. When they reach 14, which is twice seven, it is the number of puberty. Mm -hmm. When they reach three times seven, which is 21, then you become legal. Seven times seven is 49, which is called a very important year. So sevens are always very, very important. In fact, if a person owns a dog or a cat, four. for every one year you make, That's it's why. seven years for your cat or mm. your dog. If you look at world history, world history is 70 years. 70 years in world history equals one day. So mm. if you look at the United States, which is only 200 and something odd years old, well, by history and world standards, it's considered a baby nation. Yeah, It's only two or three days old. Right. And some months. Well, see, now that's interesting in the concept that they said that the world was created in seven days. Yes. What we know as days today is not what days have always been, though. Because the days that we know now are constructed based on calendars. Yes. Right? So a cycle of a day is considered to be, you know, based on a 24-hour cycle rhythm of the sun. Mm -hmm. Right? But at the same time, when as you just gave that broke down, a person can think about a day being a larger cycle rather than smaller cycles to where we go about it, right, mm -hmm. in our common day to day. Yeah, so, so it's just a matter of understanding how these cycles work, and it's not just with seven. Uh, Nikolai Tesla said those who understand the three, six, and nine also understand the universe. Right. So if you look at an astrologer, you know, each planet is either 30 degrees, 45 degrees, 90 degrees, 180 degrees, 360 degrees, but they all add up to the digit of a three, six, or nine. Fibonacci yeah. sequence. That makes sense. I mean, even You'll find the, it, the, the pattern in the month, everywhere in life, in the universe. Thirty days of the rule, right? And that's the cycle within itself. And then, but at the same time, you know, the number mm -hmm. thirteen governs time with the moon, but man's calendar is twelve. What's the difference between the number thirteen and twelve as far as power cycles? Well. In the tarot deck, the 12th card is called the hangman. It's a picture symbol of a man hung upside down by his ankle. It denotes mental suffering and anxiety of mind that if a person is not careful, they become the victim or the sacrifice for the plans and intrigues of others. Mm. So 13, mm. though, is called the death card. In the picture, the, the, the 13, it's a skeleton with a long curving blade cutting off the heads of men and women. But so people in there not knowing or lack of knowledge looked at it as a literal death when it's really a symbolic death. It's a death to an old way. So it says those who understand the 13 is given power and dominion. So if you took the United States, for example, although it is the fourth day of the month, July 4th, its whole structure was predicated upon the 13, 13 stars, 13 stripes, 
13 naval, uh, uh, naval ships guarded the colonies. Uh, e pluribus unum, 13 letters. The White House, 13 letters. Don't tread on me, 13 letters. And so even the word assassination is 13 letters, uh. you know. So four has always, and 13 has always been very important to the United States. If you look at the dollar bill, you got the, the eagle that holds 13 arrows, 13 claws. It's got 13 stripes. It's got 13 clusters above the head. If you take the protractor to the triangle on the back of the dollar bill, it's 67 degrees. Well, six plus seven is 13. Yeah. So those who understand it. So if you then go to the root of 13, one plus three is four. A president is elected every four years. Yeah, four uh, Then Washington D is broken into four quadrants, northeast, northwest, southeast, southwest. The area code to Washington is area code 202. Uh, yes, and the zip code is 20002, which is a four. Uh. So everything about it is, is predicated upon the four or its higher octave, the 13. Uh. That's powerful. See, that, that, that just gets me deeper into the idea of understanding the cycles of man, time, and the universe. Yeah. Like, because, you know, a, a, a woman's menstrual cycle is considered to be Ophridian cycle. So it's outside of just 24 hours. But mm -hmm. a woman goes through that cycle 13 times throughout the year. That's exactly you right. Me? And so that... You know, you have the old world calendars that's represented based on the moon, mm -hmm. right? The lunar, but the new man calendar is based on the solar. Mm -hmm. So when man started to control time, his was based on himself, yeah. right? But when it was revolved around a woman, it was based on the universe. You understand me? And the correct cycles that keep us in balance. Mm -hmm. And we live out of balance when we live within man's time, right? Yeah. So when a person starts to grade their life by a seven cycle, that's not correct because that's not the way nature is composed, right? Well, nature is a whole different energy against man-made or contrived time. Right. So, for example, the moon is always associated with a woman. So on the day the woman has her first, the first day of her menses, that's considered a new moon. 14 days from her menses is her ovulation, which they call the full moon. Mm. So back in the 70s or 80s, it was a popular thing then called the rhythm method. The women knew that on the day of their period, all they had to do is count 14 days from the day it started, and they knew that's when their ovulation cycle would be very high if they wanted to conceive or not to conceive and mm -hmm. stuff like that. So all these things, now now fast forward, all a woman got to do is download a fertility app. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, see, that, 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 see, that's dope, though, right? So like... And, and this is why I was studying these cycles, because it's like, all right, I find myself sometimes where I can have peak performance, right? Mm -hmm. Where my highest level of thinking, right, mm -hmm. is in existence, right? I'm at that gamma frequency where, mm -hmm. you know, creativity, focus, yeah. I have emotional resilience. It's at a very high peak yeah. intuition. So that's yeah. when I should be working on things. Mm -hmm. When I'm waking up, you know, going through that circadian cycle, that's more so for thinking, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So if I'm doing a interview in the morning when my thinking mind is performing at my best, that's when my brain is firing. So for me, understanding my cycles allow me to live in existence and according to my nature, right? And how the universe provides for me. And now each individual is a different though. So that's why I feel like there's the practicality in understanding the numbers. Because yeah. if you'd have told a woman, all right, count from 14, now she understands the significance of this number 14. 
right? But before that, you'd be like, what's these numbers about? Yeah. But everything is operated on numbers. Numbers guide you in everything you do. Yeah. I mean, you, you imagine a world without numbers. Imagine trying to watch a game, a sports game without numbers. Right. Who's winning? For an athlete to have his or her number retired from the franchise is an honor, never to be worn again as right. long as the franchise exists. And see, that, that goes to that old saying, um, millionaires don't believe in astrology, billionaires do. Yes, that quote came from J.P. Morgan, born on April the 17th. Yeah. Uh, in fact, Evangeline Adams, an astrologer back in her day, she was born on February the 8th, she actually taught J.P. Morgan astrology, mm. which is why J.P. Morgan didn't get on the time. Bill yeah, billionaires believe in astrology, April right? Like, literally, because it's you hear Drake, SZA, people up there talking about frequency, numerology, singing bowls, like, trying to get their chakras right. Like, they be talking on this yoga life, you know what I mean? You got, yeah, like I said, Drake talking about crystals, all this stuff, like, billionaires, talk about astrology billionaires are talking about numerology jay-z talking about 444 they talking you know what i mean they giving you the keys and you're not taking them you're saying they stupid it's dumb it's not realistic the things in the sky don't make sense the stars they're just stars they're just dots they don't not like and that's kind of like belittling yourself because like if you are of the universe and then you're you're just of this galaxy, Milky Way. The Milky Way is of a plethora of other galaxies within a dip, like a whole black hole of universes. Like we are so small, but there's such there's so much life around us, and even outside of our atmosphere. And so like we're much bigger than what we think we are. That's what I feel, but that's just what I'm saying. Some, yeah. But Mercury was retrograde at that time when it left Ireland to go to New York because originally J.P. Morgan. Was he owned the White Star Line, okay, which owned the Titanic. Mm. So he had a, a huge promenade on there, and it was supposed to have landed in New York on his birthday of April the 17th of 1912, but he didn't go. Mm. But less than a year later, on March 31st, 17 days before his birthday, that's when he died. And see, most people, you said the White Star Line, it got me thinking of Marcus Garvey because he created the Black Star Line. And he also was born on the, the 17th. Mm. He was born on the 17th too, August so, 17th. People focus a lot on nutrition, body-wise. You know, I'm going to feed this particular system of the body. I'm going to feed that system. Very rarely do people speak about the mind. Very rarely do people speak about the brain. The brain needs the most energy, right? The brain is uh, needed to process. The brain is needed to, you know, compartmentalize. The brain is needed for so many things, you know, but we don't know what brain food looks like, you know. We know that the body's electrical, and what I understand about gold is not only is it super conductive, but it's non-corrosive, and it's a noble element. So they say that if I am what I eat, I want to be noble, you know what I'm saying? I want to be of the highest degree, and I also want to focus on mental health. I want to focus on gut health. I want to focus on energy. I want to focus on youth. I want to focus on, uh, you know, accessing uh, pineal activity, hormonal balance. Everything the goal represents is what I want to see more of. So what better thing to do but align myself with this particular product and get it out to as many people as I can by singing the praise of gold, which is something that our people have been doing for over 10,000 years.
So what about the number five in the month of Taurus, right? Five is always indicative of change. The five senses, the five fingers, mm. uh, things of that nature. It rep five represents freedom, flexibility. It tells me people who are normally born in the fifth month have the ability to walk before they were one years old because they're very smart, very engaging. It is five is ruled by the planet of Mercury, which is the planet of communications, multifaceted, multi-talented, multi-dimensional. And, and since five is ruled by air, I tell anybody dealing with an air person, the best way to keep them is to let them go. Mm, I like that. I like that. So I, I bring that up, right, because in the month of May, right, mm -hmm. you, you have some extraordinary people. You understand me? You got Malcolm X, you yep. got the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, you know, um, you have Mother Tonetta, where she used to study the 19 code. Um, then you have Shakespeare, you mm -hmm. have The Rock, you have Dame Dash, right? Yeah. You know, number one, all of the men in that categories, you know, excluding Shakespeare, very masculine, mm -hmm. right? Black men. Mm -hmm. You understand me? Now, what is it about that month of May that produces, number one, some of the greatest truth speakers on the planet Earth? Well, don't forget, five rule is ruled by Mercury, and Mercury is the planet of communication. Mm. A person who has the ability to speak and articulate the thoughts and feelings of the culture, the community, humanity, whatever the case is. And probably one of the greatest eloquent speakers in May was, in my opinion, Malcolm X. Mm. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Self-taught. So, he too. was the 19th. 19th, yes. So he had a lot going on right People there. People born on the 19th are normally, if they either have it in their name or born in their birthday, they normally excel in mm. life. John H. Johnson had founded uh, Johnson Publication, Ebony, Jet, and all those other magazines underneath it was born on the 19th. Mm. Um, uh, if you look at Smokey Robinson, he cranked out songs for days and even now, and those who are doing the 60s even now still popular, born on the 19th. So people that are born on the 19th or possess the 19th in their name are very, very fortunate. Mm. Because, in fact, Dr. Martin Luther King's father was born himself on the 19th mm. of December. So 19 is very important. And, it's, and in fact, and they call the 19 the Prince of Heaven. It denotes honor, success, and esteem. Mm. It is the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, and they're both fire numbers, Yeah, which means they're very proactive. Fire represents people who not just, who don't sit around, they take action. I hear what you're saying, brother, but what you gonna do? Right. There's a big difference. Yeah, yeah, that's a fact. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we like execution. <laughs> you know, I, I took on the number 19 first, you know, and, and I didn't know that the journey would become so deep after taking on this number, but it first came from Masterful Art of Muhammad. And he had a quote that he said there's 17 million original people and there's 2 million Indians. And he said that represents the 19 million rusty locks, mm. right? Mm -hmm. And those 19 million rusty locks can be unlocked by 19 million well-oiled keys, right? And that was a representation of the bandhas or, you know, um, a representation of knowledge or enlightenment or truth, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. That can enlighten the people. Right. And awaken them to where they can never be oppressed again into that mind of God. Mm -hmm. Right. So my journey is actively enlightening people. But that makes sense to me, because if I took your month, your day and your year of birth, it factors out to a number one. So your destiny number is a one. 
So if people are not familiar with numerology terms, I put it in a way where it kind of makes common sense. It tells me symbolically you are in the first grade in the school of life. Mm. And people who have a one destiny are those are your pioneers, your innovators. They go in no person has gone before. And in fact, the year you were born in adds up to 19. Were you aware of that? The year I was born, give me a, so 5490. If you add 1990, 1 plus 9 plus 9 equals 19. Oh, yeah. You ain't go, I always go to 10, then 1, but yeah, it is a 19. Yeah, when I add all four numbers across, 1990, 1 plus 9 plus 9 plus 0 equals 19. And even my personality type, I think it's, what was it, ENTJ or INTJ. And, you know, once you add it up, you know, where you, you, you gematria. Yes. Comes out to a 19 as well. Mm -hmm. So that, that 19 is just, it's in there. Yes, it means the beginning and the end. saying is so and as I tell people if they don't want to hear At the end, because mm -hmm. all energy of the numbers exists between one through nine. There yes, is no stronger it. pair that you can put between a one to multiply it than a nine. Right. Right. And so I look at the numbers as all one. So mm -hmm. two is just two ones, a three is just three ones, a four is four ones. So one thing I always tell people is, you know, it's not about who's number one because we're all ones. Right. Right. If you think about it like just that. Just of different frequencies. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. But when you're talking about all truth, right. We're talking about everything that exists between that one through nine is all there. Yeah. So even your knowledge, your belief, your system all exists between that one through nine system. Mm -hmm. And nothing exists outside of it because once you add it up, it recycles itself back down to a one and all that knowledge exists there. So for me, that number 19 represents cosmic order. It represents life and death. It represents male and female. Right, it represents as ab above, so, so below. below. Yeah. Right, with within and so without. All of that is a representation of the number nineteen. Because and it represents completion. Because if a person says, "Well, what about ten? Well, one plus zero is back to one. Mm -hmm. What about eleven? One plus one is back to two. So the numbers basically go no higher than one to nine. So anything above that, they call it the phatic system, F-A-D-I-C. So if a person is a born on a twelfth they would be a three because one plus two is three. But, so you always got to go back to the root number. 
Right, and the honorable Elijah Muhammad in the theology of time was given a breakdown. He had a brother that drew, he say, draw a hyphen on the board and put a zero at the end of it. And, you know, he say that zero, he say, see, you can't tell the, the value. I'm about to head out soon. I have work and you know, I got to head out, pack up and head to work, head to class. I hope you guys have a really good day. I want to end off something little conspiracy theorist but when they said as above so below it reminded me of when i was watching um wakanda like black panther 2 and it was like the the sea people came out and there's like a lot of ocean you know there's like we're on land but there's so much ocean that we, we and we haven't discovered like barely any of it so like there could be that could be true because you know ever seen that like that meme not the meme but like the episode of the simpsons with the dolphins that like became sentient like they're pretty smart already they're pretty smart and like the mammals in the ocean are really smart already Tele like not telekinesis but like their echolocation like things that they're able to do in the ocean but anyways i don't know if you ever seen that episode go check it out it's it's it, it's really good anyways i'll see you guys in the next one Love you guys so much. Peace out. Blast off. Have a great day. Love you.